Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Pits of Motor Chaos. This is your host, Dave. Eyeline special guest, Aka Funny Car Driver, Ivan Mercer. How you doing, Ivan? Oh, I'm liking it. <laughs> so you had your first first time ever funny car experience, right? Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, actually, well, I've only made, we made like three or four somewhat of, I don't know, half-buddy test passes with it and had some problems and issues and thought we had them all fixed. But but that was my first actual race that we qualified the car and, and did any good with. Yeah, you so we, we went to Enos, Texas and, and tried to qualify down there and had uh, one test pass and had some issues and didn't even get to try to qualify. So, But that was my first actual race yeah you went to Eddie. In, in, a, in a funny car funny car cast in eddieville yeah it was always a blast Steve. oh yeah uh, we went way 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 for help qualifying was uh, about as far as we expected to get so everything else was just icing on the cake <laughs> yeah. got the runner-up oh god man that uh that thing's a rush. Uh, I've, I've driven uh, a lot of different type race cars and stuff, but that uh, a funny car, it, uh, man, it uh, gave me a whole new respect for the guys that actually drive those and and the sport because they are they're 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 different. They they got a mind of their own, and and it takes quite a bit of effort to. To actually muscle it down the track. Then so, but yeah, it was great. Then it's always good when you got a you know people like Chris and Tara Graves running the funny car cast, and you got all these other drivers that are always nice to everybody. Everyone's real cool with each other. Oh God, I I I race with a group, the Open Outlaws, and uh, with pro in the race of my pro mod now, and which I haven't I've actually been parked for almost two years now i've been racing and then these guys talked me into driving their car for them and i figured what the heck you know mine's down and i haven't had time to fix it i've been trying to build a house and uh that gave me some time at the track and i just i i miss the track when i'm not there and it's uh i don't know it's a it's an addiction for sure that's kind of feel like a coke addict or something like that sometimes <laughs> gotta get my fix <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but but the but the group i race with they're they're great they're they're really really good family oriented type people you know we all get along and everybody has a good time and but uh you know i went to that uh went to doing this funny car chaos thing and man those guys are they're, they're like an uh, totally different world and they have seemed to me like even more fun than we had with the pro mods and and they're i don't know they're just really good spirited friendly family oriented people also and uh, and i dude i wouldn't i wouldn't take anything for the experience i had over the weekend they're just they're awesome you just if you if you've never been there and been around them and hung out in the pits and talked to some of them 
he's you, you gotta go. They're they're awesome. So did did you get any uh, tip tips from any any of these other funny car drivers? It's when we had time to actually talk to some of the other drivers and the crew guys. We got some tips, and uh, we were uh, had a little bit of help with uh, trying to figure the transmission out, which we didn't have parts to even fix it with. So we just kind of left it the way it was, and he told me just you know what, just. We didn't even think we qualified. Just run it for whatever it's worth. If it breaks, we done good. We qualified. So I did what he told me to do, and and uh, we, like I said, we just ended up going way further than we should have because we we missed one qualifying session, and then when we did run a qualifying session, and car kind of got a little stupid, and it uh, we ended up. Uh, on the bump spot uh, in the C field, and then we had one more session left, and then I was like, well, if we can just get in the middle, at least we can go to first round and, and not get bumped out. And then uh, I, made, I made that pass, and everything went pretty good. And then before we knew it, we was number one in the uh, in the C field qualifying. And it just, man, it just progressed from there. Everything just fell right into place somehow. Uh, I'd say we had a little bit of that chaos luck on our side. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I have my good luck charmer, my daughter. She's backing me up, so that, that helped too. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and she did good too. You know, she won that uh, backup girl money. Right. And uh, it was a, it was an experience. If I, don't, if I don't ever get to go back ever again in my life, it was uh, it was well worth it, and I'll never forget it. Yeah. I was just about to ask you, you think you're going to become part of this Funny Car Cast family? <laughs> um, the guys that uh, own the car, uh, Mac Burris and, and uh, Chuck uh, Demery, and those guys, they... Uh, called me because we took different vehicles and we kind of just followed each other up there uh on the way back home they called me and said that uh they had both been talking all the way home and decided that they want me to be their permanent driver for their car as long as they run it and uh if i wanted to and i just dude i'm all for it if i if they want me i definitely i'll do it they just they seem to be real happy with what I've accomplished just in a short time and not ever have driven a, I've never driven a clutch car ever on a drag strip. And it, uh, they seem to think I picked it up pretty quick. So they just, they were happy. And of course I was happy. We were all happy. Everybody was having a good time, especially by the end of the night. And, uh, it's a, man, it's cool. And I'll drive it as long as they want me to. All they get, and I told them, and they're they're awesome. They're great people. You can't you can't beat the chaos crowd. They ain't no way. But uh, I'll, I'll just all they got to do is call me and tell me where to be and what to do, and I'll do it for them. Now, do they have any plans to run any of the other uh, funny car chaos events this year? Yes. They, they're trying, they want to go to, 
Mo can definitely, and the uh, oh, they they kind of wanted to go to Kearney, but the cars they want to get the car back, fix it, and get everything working properly. But uh, so and, that, and we all knew that it wouldn't be a possibility to even go, so we didn't even even second guess that issue. And, but there's uh, which ones? Uh, Oh, I know they're going to Kansas. Yeah, I mean, uh, do what now? I, th- I know they're going to Kansas. Uh, I mean, funny guy, Kansas, not your owner of the economy. Yeah. yeah, I think they want to do the Kansas thing, and I, I'm I don't know exactly which races where. I've been so busy. They they just tell me where we're going when it's time to go. And uh, but there's two more they definitely want to do, and Mocan is definitely one of them. And I think Kansas is the other one. Cool. Whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're gonna do two more. Yeah, Can- yep. Kansas Kansas International Dragway. Yeah, yeah, that is that's one of them. Yep. Kansas and Mucan. I'm pretty sure that's what they said. I mean, I'm, I've been so busy. I'm trying to work, trying to finish my house, and I got to start moving the house we live in now and get it on the market to get it sold. And I've been, I started this house deal. Uh, it's been right at a year ago, and I've actually built 80% of the house completely by myself and uh and I, and I mean you know singular by myself <laughs> it uh nobody wants to work so that, that kind of I couldn't get any help so I just told my wife I said I'm gonna do it I, whether there's anybody there or not and and I did I got it up but uh um because I've wanted to race my car also, but I just I didn't have time to mess with it, and, and then and plus Chuck and them when they call Mac want when they want to go test, I pretty much stop what I'm doing and go do that. And I'll drive out there and test, and then drive right back home from North Carolina to Tennessee. So it's it's hard for me to keep up with everything. They just have to call me and tell me this this day, and we'll meet you here and. Then they'll call me that day and say, hey, you ready? <laughs> so it's a, it's been a hectic year. So now but that, that uh, the race, the racing, that's my, I mean, we worked hard at the, at the track this past weekend to get to do what we did do. And that was still actually kind of like my vacation away from all the crap I got going on here and uh, and it's relaxing to me like I get my mind off everything else because I'm, I'm a car guy I man, when I was a kid my mom used to beat my butt she'd clean my room and and she'd get it cleaned out and it wouldn't be a day or two and she'd come in there and I'd have a carburetor under the bed, a lawnmower motor in the closet. <laughs> I just, I was, uh, 
a hyper little mean kid when I was little, and I was into everything and anything mechanical or that uh, even so much as a small little clock. It would uh, strike my interest to figure out how it worked and what it was made of. And I just, I don't know, I don't know if it's a curse or what, but it's been, uh, it's been a, I've had a heck of a life, that's for sure. And, uh, and it's been, it's been sweet, especially here lately with these guys wanting me to drive their car, that just, Dude, that just really, 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 really made my year. So, so what else? What else can you tell us about that funny car? It's got a clutch. It's it's uh, blown blown alcohol. Yeah, uh, blown alcohol Hemi three speed Linko. Uh, I know my transition from a door car to it was uh, it, at first it was a little bit scary, but. I sat in the car and I just kept playing with the clutch pedal and the brake handle and all because I've, I'm used to my little two-speed power glide and shifter and trans brake button and my brake pedal being where it's supposed to be, you know. And uh, those funny cars, you know, they just have a clutch pedal and gas pedal and then a handbrake. So I had to, uh, and I had a little hiccup at... Uh, Oh, up at Eddieville, that first uh, qualifying session, and I think that was part of the reason that it didn't go around the track good, was we had worked on the car so much and all, and I was getting a little bit discouraged, and my, my brain got a little rattled just trying to keep everything in my head, what I had to do and all, and I... Uh, I pulled into the first light and I ran the RPMs up like I was supposed to do, and and then I uh, backed off the clutch a little bit to slip it on into to the second bulb. And as soon as I turned the second bulb on, I went back into the door car days, and I I I, uh, I don't know something made me want to mash the clutch back down to the floor and and stomp the gas all the way to the floor and grab my trans brake button. <laughs> so I actually jumped the tree a little bit, red-lighted, but, I mean, I don't know. I caught it pretty quick, so I didn't do anything plumb stupid. And, and I was like, you, you haven't done that yet. All this, these three or four test passes that you've already made. And I said, you've got to get your head on right. And the next time... We took it back up for the next session. Uh, I was just back back to where I was doing right, you know. And uh, it's uh, it's a whole lot, whole lot more to it than just you know rolling in, hitting a button, and stopping the gas to the floor on this deal. And uh, it's just cool. Now that and, and that's a, and I think that car's pretty well new to them. They bought the chassis from, uh, well, I ain't going to lie to you and tell you I know where they bought it, but I think they said it come from out of Canada somewhere, and the body come from one place, and this came from this place. You know, they bought pieces and parts and then slammed this thing together with just laying around parts and stuff, and uh, 
uh, I think uh, Jagger, Naves, and Bill Naves and them, they're, they're all buddies with them. And uh, Jagger went up one time and tried to make a test pass in it. And the rear end was, uh, I think the rear end was uh, chipped or something was wrong with it. And they didn't try to make another hit with it. And then they took it home, fixed all that. And then I guess I was the second one to get in it. So it hadn't. You know, Jagger was the first one to take it down the track, and uh, and they just did that one little hit. But uh, it's uh, it's it's starting to come around and be a be a good piece. I, I'm just I I wanted to go to Kearney. I wanted to go straight there when we left Eddyville, but I understood we didn't you know have parts there and and the the time and everything to tear it down and fix everything the way it needs to be so but if they called me tonight and said meet me at this track i'll see you in the morning <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll go i love it thing i ain't gonna sell my pro mod for one though but <laughs> well, I ain't, well i won't say that either so what because what? Because it's that interesting to me. I the thought did cross my mind, but I don't. I, that that pro mod, I pretty much. I've got so much time and effort into all the stuff I done to it that, and I've done, you know, all the body work, all the paint work, everything on that car, and set it up the way I wanted it. And I build my own motors, my own transmissions, and. And I've had a lot of fun with that car, and I would miss it if I got rid of it. But I would let it sit there, though, if I got into funny cars. I wouldn't get rid of it. I'd have to, I'd have to take a second job and buy me a funny car. <laughs> now, the Promise blown off car, too? Yes. Yeah. Yep. I've been... Actually... I started running the Pro Mod about four years ago, a little over four years ago, and uh, that was a interest. That's an interesting story how that come about. But you, I don't think you'll have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I started out bracket racing the car. What, what and, year? What year did you start drag racing? Oh God. I started, the first time I ever went down an actual drag strip was uh, Tatertown Raceway in Gleason, Tennessee. And that was the year that track opened. And I think I was, uh, well, I'm going to say it's the year it opened. That's what my buddy told me about the track I was working with over in Paris, Tennessee. He said, when you go track this weekend, and I'm like, what track? He said, Gleason, Tatertown. I said, uh, okay, where's that at? I've never been there. He said, "He said, just we'll just go. We got in my old car. I know the Z28 Camaro. We hopped in it after work. Went to his house, took showers, changed our clothes, and we went to the track. First time I ever been down the track, and uh, that was uh, about thirty years ago. I was about twenty-one year old, and uh, never, you know." 
I've drag raced on the street and stuff around here, you know, getting in trouble and throw a flashlight and arm drop stuff. But we, uh, <coughs> we went up there and entered in street class. And, dude, I was pretty much hooked after that going to the track. So there's been a, you know, a year here and a year there that I've, I'd miss and didn't do any. But the longer I went, the more, I don't know, the more, like I said, it's like being a coke addict. The more you snort, the more you get hooked on it. <laughs> so it just it's progressed. Or I'm I drive anything now to drag. Just tell me to get in it. <laughs> that jet car. I think I'd have gotten that tried if I said get in there. <laughs> so so just being a big car guy got. You. Being a big car guy got you into drag racing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, that's part of it, I guess. Because I, I don't know. I went to the library in school one time when I was in, like, third grade. And my parents and brothers and family and stuff, they wouldn't know them into cars and hot rod or anything like that. We went to the library for a class one day, and I don't know, I was looking through some books, and I found a little thin book in there that was uh, about drag racing and had a bunch of stuff about uh, the uh, Don Garlitz and all them guys, you know, and Perdome and everything in it. And I don't even know that I could read the words that was in it then when I found it, but I love looking at the pictures and those old front engine dragsters and they'll smoking the tires all the way down the track and man i was just really really uh enthused by it i guess you'd say and um I, I just always wanted to do it even since i'm probably three or four year old i just i wanted to do that i want to grow up and do that <laughs> you know or not three or four year old but third grade but it just but I was younger than that when I started getting interested in little lawnmowers and stuff like that, wanting to tear stuff down and see what it was made of. And I would get greasy, God. Mom would get so mad. <laughs> She'd wash me and clean me, put good clothes on me, and she'd walk off 10 minutes, and I'd be down in my uncle's junkyard next door. I'd be covered in grease, head to toe, good clothes and everything. I'd just go out and crawl under something and go to tinkering and looking at it, trying to figure it out. And my uncle didn't care. He, he liked to see a grease monkey running around. And I, I was definitely one of those. <laughs> so now, Ivan, after all the years of drag racing now, what still keeps you passionate about doing it? Uh, I don't know. Probably the adrenaline rush. Just uh, the thrill and the rush of it. It just... And... Uh, the drive to want to go quicker and do better each time I go. I, I just, I mean, even with her, I mean, I enjoy the fans and everybody coming by and talking and all that and autographs and stuff. And I like to, you know, I like to make new friends and I like to associate with people and, uh, and I like to help and just, just being around the track is 
that's enough for me sometimes going to the track and somebody going hey did you help me out then i'm i'm you could ask probably just about anybody that knows me i'd be the first to jump in there and help and uh even if they didn't ask i would offer i would get in there and try to help i'm just i love cars and i and i love being around that type of car and i love being around any kind of race car there's loud pipes and big cams you know <laughs> i don't care if it's gasoline alcohol nitro whatever i just i love them now thinking about the thinking about the fans if you could have the fans remember one thing about you, Ivan, what would you want the one thing to be that the fans remember about you as a drag racer? Um, hmm. I don't, uh, it's kind of hard. I would, uh, That's a hard one. <laughs> I don't, uh, just, uh, I don't know if I, if, if that I put a smile on their face and made them happy, you know, and, and they enjoyed me being there. And, you know, no disappointments, no, no regrets, you know, and just, uh, that's, I, that's what I'm about. I want everybody to be happy and, and get along and, and enjoy what's going on around them instead of, you know, like all the crap you see on TV anymore with the news, all this Corona stuff and the fighting and the race wars and all that. That's, dude, that's life's too short. Mm -hmm. Now I'm getting emotional. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't, uh, that's, sometimes I hate talking about myself because I do get real emotional and I tear up and all that crap. So, can, can you edit that out? I don't want everybody to know I'm a crybaby. <laughs> no, I just, I just, I like to see people enjoy themselves. And I, I don't, I hate being around where the people are miserable and they're fighting or arguing or fussing or, and if I see somebody that, you know, is down and needs help, I want to help. I don't, I don't want to just sit there and watch it. Oh, look at that guy. He's having trouble. You know, I'm not that guy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over and help this guy. And I just, that's, that's just how I am. Now, do you have, do you have any drag racers that were in, inspirational to you? Um, uh, you know, I had some when I started bracket racing that, or really, I would uh, go the extra mile to make my car faster and try to better myself at cutting the light, you know, and running my dial in and all that to make them proud of me. But I was doing a lot of work for them on their vehicles and making their cars run and stuff. And that's what I would do, would help them. I would help them and whatever laying around parts they had, I would try to wheel and deal them out of or pay them for them or do work for them to get those parts that they said were wore out or so-and-so. This engine builder said I couldn't use this combination. It wouldn't work with my setup. And I said, well, if you're going to use it, man, I'll, I'll buy it or whatever. I'll just take it with you. And, uh, and it was, uh, 
I was really into those people, and I, that's why I helped them. And, and I actually, they were like family to me, and I cared for them. And I don't know, the older I got, the more I saw I was getting used a lot. And now they've kind of, since I've started pro mod racing, not bracket racing with them anymore, they kind of turned their back on me, which I guess is fine. I mean, I've got I've got plenty of family, and it's like that, that's their their option. But it's like it ticked them off. It didn't make them proud of me. It ticked them off that I was taking their junk and outrunning them with it. So. I was like fighting a losing battle there, so I just kind of—I don't know—I got where the people that inspired me the most hurt me the most. So, but my real heroes are, uh, like I said, Don Garlitz, uh, Don Perdome, all those guys, John Force. Those are my heroes. All right, now. What are, what are your uh, favorite tracks to race on? Uh, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I can't pick one. I love all of them. If it's a drag strip, I love it. I, I want to be there. But, uh, but I'll tell you, the one that uh, really made the biggest impression on me was at Enos, Texas. That is a one heck of a operation they've got going down there. That is a beautiful place. It's a little too big and crowded, but uh, you know, Eddieville's more my size crowd <laughs> in, in track, but it's more down home country type. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Texas is that's more of a industrial type, uh, big wig, rich people track. You know what I mean? I'm I'm just a dumb old country boy. I mean, I. I'm living on a GED education, and and I, and I was scared you was gonna throw some big words at me, and I couldn't answer. You know, I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, tell you what they meant without looking them up. <laughs> but uh, now I'm just, I love all tracks. I, I'll, it's a drag strip, and there's a car going down it. I, I just love it. I, I hate that there's a. Uh, I, drag racing has fell off so much over the last few years it just kind of hurts my feelings mm. and uh, the new gener the young generation they don't they don't know what they're missing and uh, they don't know what they're missing because they've got their face in their little phones and iPads and computer games and gotta get them out of the house and get them involved in these cars or it's gonna be a dying sport you know you know it's it a uh, Another 20 years, 30 years from now, they'll be riding around their little electric scooters trying to drag race them. Mm -hmm. Well, the good good thing is we got a lot of uh, junior directors out there now. Oh yeah, yeah, and it, that's getting bigger. And there's a lot more. There's there's a lot more families that are getting trying to get more involved with their kids and get them outside and do stuff like that with them. And uh, which is really really good. It, uh, the, the, you know, a lot of parents, they feel like, you know, well, we both got to work and we don't have time to come home and play with the kids and take them and do this and do that because we've got to make a living and everything's so expensive. If we ain't working and hustling, we can't buy clothes and food for the kids. So just buy them a PlayStation, keep them occupied while we're working. <laughs> and then before you know it, you, you know, 
the kids are grown, they're already molded the way they're going to be, and, and you're sitting there going, where the hell did it go? I've, uh, we've always done something with my daughter, Amy, and we, we tried to with the other kids, but we've got, I've got two stepdaughters, and my wife had two daughters when I met her, and I had a daughter, and then we had a daughter together. So they, uh, they weren't interested in doing as much of the family thing with us. And Amy, she's pretty much, she goes to the track, and she's, she's always been there, and she's been interested in, I don't know, she's just more family-oriented. So, and I regret that the others weren't, you know. We, we did try. And I don't want to go, y'all. Don't embarrass me. <laughs> you know, I'm going to daddy's. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we don't force them to do anything they don't want to do, you know. But we tried to be encouraging and everything. Now, when you race race locally, does, does, with, like with the promo, does your wife come on and watch you race? I was using all of them. Yeah, yeah. We uh, I actually bought a motorhome, so it would uh, be a lot easier on her, and she can. She likes to clean and cook and cool off when she gets too hot. And she doesn't know a lot about the car, and she just knows it's a car. It's got a motor in it, and it goes really fast. And it's loud, and but she. She wants to help with it as much as she can with what she does know. And she, she'll put fuel in it and everything and help me get the front end on and off the car. Hook the battery charger up sometimes or help me put the parachutes up. And then she'll go in and fix me a sandwich or make sure I got a Gatorade drink or a Pyrate. <laughs> Don't get too hot. <laughs> Here, I brought you something to drink. <laughs> she's, a, she's great. She's probably one of the few. I got very, very lucky when I met that woman. Yep. Yep, very lucky. Yeah. And the, the guy that ditched on her, he uh, he really screwed up <laughs> when he let her go. Yeah. So. Now, do you, do, you have, do you have any other crew members for the Pro Mod? Uh, I don't. I just, I pretty much... When uh, I did a, a trade deal, I traded a motor and transmission I had for a blown Hemi, and I, but I got it and the transmission, and that trade, we traded even. I pulled the motor and transmission out of my bracket car and traded to this guy for this blown Hemi with the Link 03 speed and clutch and all. Well, I knew that I didn't have the means to try to run that motor in my car and the crew to, you know, a guy to start it with that big electric starter on the blower and all, and, and I didn't know anything about adjusting the clutch, so I sold the transmission, sold the starter and a bunch of other stuff, and I got me a regular type flywheel, put a power glide behind it, torque motor, and I put a starter on the motor so I could crank the car myself. So then all my wife would have to do is just squirt a little fuel in the in the hat and help me get it started when I and my daughter would pull me to the line. I would set my own air pressure and all that stuff and on my tires and 
do all my adjustments and everything, and, and they would just pull me to the line, help me get it started, and then my daughter would help me stage and uh, or back up, you know. And then she'd come down to the end and get me. And but most of the most of the guys that race with us, they basically you need a hand or or you know a lot. Some of them when they're not doing anything, they'll come on. I'll come help you stage or whatever. You know, Amy backs you up, but I'll help you come up, pull you up to the lights because Amy don't do that. But uh, there's always somebody there that throws in a hand if you need it. But I just I just got in a routine that I know what I got to do each round, and I know I got to put fuel in, I know I got to check my tires, I got to jack it up, pull the front cap off, get a leaf blower on the torque converter transmission, cooling it down, check a few things, make sure everything's still tight, pack, you know, and get it ready for the next round. And and usually by the time I get it ready for the next round, it's time for the next round. So. I don't, uh, I don't pull the pan off of it and check bearings and stuff at the track, but I just, you know, I make my first pass of, in qualifying. If everything seems okay, then I'll run it. If there's an issue, then I'll skip a qualifying session and tear into it and try to figure it out. And if I can't figure it out easily, I'll just watch everybody else and take it home and save it. So, it, uh, it gets hectic sometimes when you go a bunch of rounds. But I enjoy it or I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I'd, I'd just, you know, park it all by me a bass boat or something or, or at least a raft and a cane pole. <laughs> so what what are you looking forward to the most for the rest of the racing season? I guess I'd have to say just the, what I'm looking forward to most is just being around all these guys. And it's, uh, it's kind of like a family reunion when we go to the track, you know what I mean? It's, uh, we all get together and we all enjoy each other's company. So it just makes it that much better. Yeah. I, I told those guys down there at Texas when we was down there, we didn't get to qualify or anything, you know, but, and, uh, they were talking about, they would just talk about me driving for them permanent when we was down there. And all the guys got together and we had a little, uh, like a little family gathering and talked to each other and told each other how we felt and everything. And, and uh, some of the guys that helped us up there at uh, Eddieville, I, I first met those guys down at uh, Enos. So, but I told him, I said, uh, I kind of referred to them as Mac and Chuck is like those uh, redneck mom and daddy that goes into Walmart with 10 kids following them and, and the, the kids or the crew members, are, you know, they're all over the place and you, hey, where you at? Hey, I need this. Hey, get, get your butt over here. You know what I mean? It's like the mom hollering at the kids in Walmart. <laughs> they don't holler at you, but it is like a bunch of just scattered, scattered out kids running around, and mom and pop ain't paying no attention to them. They just doing what they do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, we just, I don't know, we just have a good time together. And and uh, like I said, uh, 
the Ennis race, it was a flop, but we enjoyed being there and, and the show, watching everybody else, and we enjoyed each other's company. And then Eddieville just made it cheap, even better. And the more we're around each other, the more we get, I don't know, it's like we get more attached to each other. Yeah, Jag Racing's all one big family that just gets bigger and bigger. You keep meeting, meeting more and more people all the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's, uh, it is, uh, you know, I've seen, uh, I don't know how true it all is, but I've seen stories where people, well, uh, so-and-so's wanting to hire me to drive their top fuel funny car or NASCAR wants me to drive this car and they're going to give me this much a year and uh, they're going to fly me in and out and they're going to bring my family and fly them in and out. This this is how much they're going to pay me and um, I don't understand that. I guess I've never had the opportunities that they've had i guess you'd say and and the monies they've had to even be that arrogant about it to me a man has built a race car it's his car all his equipment he's putting the money into that car and he asks you to drive his car to me i can't ask those people for pay to for them to let me do something in their stuff that i've wanted to do my entire life they ain't paying me for that I ain't accepting it I will and I will put and, and they don't have you know big dollars and pockets full of money they're nickel and diamond this and building it out of laying around parts and this laying there and that laying there just throwing it together so I'm I'm driving their car they, they want me to drive their car and I've got parts here and I'm, I'm not rich either, but I would throw in my money to, to help them along so they're not out so much because it's a privilege to do this for, some, for somebody to ask you to drive their car and they'll trust you with that much equipment and that, you know, you just put any old body in there, they're liable to tear it all to pieces and they have to put a lot of trust in you to, you know, treat your equipment right and put it down the track you know fairly well and i don't know it just to me it's a big privilege i don't it's like going on a carnival cruise you're gonna pay for a ticket if you go on a carnival cruise you're on vacation you know <laughs> um and I, and I don't the first time i went to the track with them it was like uh I'm like, what do you want me to do? Just go over there and hang out, get you a cold drink or whatever. We'll holler at you when we're ready to put you in the car. I said, no. That ain't how I work. If I'm going to drive it, I'm going to help. I'm not sitting over there staring at y'all, working on that car in the heat. And me sitting in the air conditioner. I ain't doing it. That's, that's not, to me, that's not what you do as a team. Everybody gives 110%. And, and you treat each other right. That's like I said, it's a privilege. It's not a, it ain't a job. Right. Well, well, Ivan, I, I, want, I want to thank. I want to. I want to thank you very much for taking time to do the, do the interview tonight, Ivan. Well, 
appreciate y'all having interest in me. I mean, they just, I don't know. I didn't think that, I didn't think that this would uh, uh, turn into the, um, I don't know what it's turned into. <laughs> it's, uh, but it's a blessing. I appreciate y'all too. And, oh, you're welcome. Uh, y'all keep, uh, y'all keep informing everybody what's going on and, uh, I don't know, keep the drag racing community, in, you know, right. tuned in and informed on what's going on and everything. And make sure and tell them where all these races are at because we got to have people there. <laughs> yeah. So do, do, you, do you have any thank yous before we close out? Shout outs before we close? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just, Chris Graves, thank you for what y'all do and and funny car chaos and uh all these track owners that uh support funny car chaos and and uh um oh uh mac burris and uh chuck demery uh joe mike aaron barry brown all you guys for everything y'all do and all the help y'all done and jagger knaves bill knaves and your bunch, y'all are, man, y'all are straight up, dude. Y'all are, y'all are something else. I, I, I wouldn't trade none of it for anything. Awesome. Uh, well, thank, thanks again, Ivan, and I wish you the best of luck with the rest of the racing year. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. And y'all take care of yourself. Uh, you have a good night, Ivan. Yes, sir. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.